0: get the status Status
1: quo quo. what this is the sports coverage thank Thank you you. all right all right all
0: right
1: recorded from the heart of northeast mississippi Mississippi. covering high school college and the pros jackson finch peyton taylor this is cousin cast
2: Welcome back guys. Welcome to another episode of Cousin Cast. We're in a very special place today. We're still in the cam- we're still on the campus of Northeast, so don't, you know, freak out. But we're in a new new studio. Peyton, do you want to tell them where we're at? We are in the office
1: of our sponsor, Kevin Connell Hitting Academy. Round of applause. Hey. Yeah. Northeast softball assistant coach Kevin Connell here with us today as a special guest. Coach, how are you today? He's
0: doing great today. Welcome to the office. You know. So it's a nice environment around here. Good to have you guys.
2: It's hot in here. Did what? you know that? It's like, okay. it, yeah. Can we you can turn, turn the air on? We
0: can turn the fans on. Do that.
1: You still have you still have one of those fans from like 2006.
0: Somewhat. I mean, yeah.
1: Actually, the the big long ones that just have the slight things that rotate side It, side. it rotates. This is the college days. Anyway,
2: that, you know. we have a jam-packed show for you today. But Payne's got the list over there, so you just want to run through it. Yeah, or?
1: we got a list. Uh you know, uh first of all,
2: you you hadn't even asked your usual question. What's going on, Jackson? How's your weekend? My weekend <laughs> my weekend was look, we just got into the we got into a new setting and you know, I'm not in the flow of everything yet. Let's, i let's i I'm, I'm, go ahead
0: and tell the tell the viewers that it took us a little while to set it up. There. It did take
1: a little while to set up.
2: Yeah, we had some difficulties early on. But and it's been a while. This has been the making for us coming here. But this is the first time we've made That's it to been. Coach Connell's office.
1: Blake was holding us back.
2: Blake was holding us he back. He was holding us back. But guess what? We're here now, and I'm excited to get it going. Right, we got a special listener we as know, well. Yeah. In here. Better Brand Baseball. Better Brand Baseball. Newly
1: hired assistant coach here for Northeast Baseball, Will Brand. He is in cool the Cool shoes, bro. Thank you, thank you. Hey, he said thank you. Might, I don't need that. Yeah, be here, you, you
2: might hear him in the background. You might not.
1: But uh, anyway, what what happened with you this weekend, Jack? Uh,
2: Saturday, I went to uh, the tailgate at Startville. I, I went to the game, but we're not going to talk about that part. We're just going to talk about the tailgate. Um, yeah, when you killed Tua? Yeah, I was. I oh, didn't do anything. Can't use the word Kill. I didn't do anything, but yeah, I was actually about to now. say my condolences to Tua Takavalova. Yeah, thank you. That i will give
1: as much crap as I like to give state a lot of times. It was very classy, y'all, ringing the cowbells for him as he left. Like I mean, you—you don't
2: want to—you don't want to see—you don't, want, no, to see, you don't no. want to see any player go through that. That no, was awful. You do not. No, yeah, no I knew it was bad as soon as it went down. But anyway, that's what I did, and then oh, Sunday. Um, do you know went to church, spent some time yeah, with family with Jesus. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I I went to church as well on Sunday. Good, I watched Ole good. Miss. Play LSU closer than I expected, uh, as well. And on Saturday, also, you know, I, I'll say it. I spent a lot of the weekend playing the new Pokemon games that released. I, I was very you excited. You were very excited for that. I was very excited <laughs> jumping to that. I had a great weekend doing that, but, uh... Besides that, I'm uh, coach, you do yeah. anything specialist for me? Nothing yeah. much.
0: Just kinda sit around the house, watch a little football. Yeah. What you we know, all Call do. better brand, he, he answered. While
2: while we're he in answered. here while we're in here, I'm you know, I'm just looking around. Coach Connell is a alum of the Citadel University. The
1: Citadel, who beat Georgia Tech earlier in who the year. Beat Georgia Tech- do you wanna Georgia just do
2: you wanna just pitch something about the Citadel while we're sitting here?
1: No, pitch northeast.
0: Oh you gotta pitch all three because I'm an alumnus of Arkansas State. Yeah, well, go ahead. State. Can we get
2: a background check on Connell right now?
0: I mean, good gosh, I mean... While your computer's going off right now? You know, I'm a Northeast worker, and I'm a grad from Arkansas State. Wow. I mean...
2: Well-rounded.
1: Well-rounded. Well-rounded. But anyway, let's jump right into what we got this episode. Uh, The biggest thing, as we got into 10 games, there was a lot of news this weekend about coaches, about them possibly leaving, about them going... Let's talk about the college football coaching carousel. We haven't talked about it all year, really, besides maybe the Jomo's got-to-go jokes. But, uh, <laughs> you know, let's start with Jomo. I mean, uh, obviously, I know – I knew, and we'll do a little shorter because we got a lot of stuff talked about. We'll do a little bit of shorter than we talk about Ole Miss and State usually. But I will say this – you said you just wanted to see y'all be competitive. I we were Yeah, I, I wasn't.
2: There's The guys came out, and they just looked flat from the get-go. And that's the second time out of the bye week, because last time we counted a bye week and lost to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And it's just Right now, it just looked like the guys knew they were going to lose, and that looked out. Honestly, in my opinion, it looked like they knew they were going to lose, so that's how they played. And that You just hate to see that out of your team. They, they just didn't look like they really had any fight whatsoever. The only thing that looked good to me was the one touchdown drive that we had early. But besides that, I mean, the defense played better in the second half, but I mean, they had nothing against Mac Jones. But Mac Jones was that quarterback for Alabama.
1: I'll say this: we were in the, um, I believe we were almost in the exact same position. Y'all were, y'all were down 35 to seven and a half. We were down 31 to seven, but we didn't show a quit in the second half. We we outscored uh, LSU by four in the second half. And I mean, you know, obviously, the, you wanted to see. Well, why couldn't you do what you did in the second half in the first half? But It's still improvement for this team. I'm getting really excited. Uh, This team has the makings to be very competitive, if not by next year, especially in two years, to be very, very competitive in the SEC West. No doubt about it.
0: Would you agree that in the top 25, five are from the SEC and we're still playing 11 a.m. games?
2: Uh, the, the the time the T V scheduling is just all out of whack this year and I'm not gonna get is. into it because that would be a long segment. minutes. It is very much I'm very frustrated with who, the TV. Who's check. our five?
1: We got LSU at one, we got Georgia at four, Alabama at five, we've got Florida right outside at eleven and Auburn as well outside at twelve. Auburn's gonna drop a little bit lower after loss to Georgia. Florida might Florida might jump into they'll jump back into the top ten with Minnesota losing. Uh, besides that I think I think Alabama I think they actually drop one with Tua's injury, I think they drop and Oregon jump to I'm a, five. I'm a,
2: I'm, a bit, I'm a bit off that real quick. With Tua's injury, no matter the circumstance, I say Alabama does not make the playoff.
1: I don't know if if they I come out if they come out and dominate Auburn, they still got a very good I shot. I just don't
2: think they're going to put him in without Tua. I just don't think they will.
1: If
0: Clemson, I mean if Georgia loses in the SEC Championship game, yes, they're in.
2: I don't think you have put to think in. about
1: Oregon. What if Oregon runs the table, goes 12 and one, wins Pac 12?
2: Look, this year the playoff race is jam packed. But I, I was just pointing that out about Alabama with two yeah. out. I just don't think the it's committee the, will is, want to put them in. It
1: o- is Oklahoma at 10 still has a shot. I mean, they do. They go 12 and one uh, and beat Baylor again in the Pac 12 in the Big 12 championship. They got a shot. Penn State beats Ohio State and then wins mm. against what will probably be Minnesota or Wisconsin. They've got a shot at one loss. This is. This is the most competitive we've seen the playoff in our in the for a few years. We've kinda it
2: kind of sucks that Minnesota lost. I was kind of rooting for them. Oh yeah,
1: it sucked the Baylor loss. All right. And let's talk about that for a second. Baylor had a twenty five point lead going into half. They just blew it.
2: I didn't get a chance to watch that game, but I mean they just t- blew it. I mean, how n- do you have anything? Did you watch any of that game? Mm-mm. Did you? I watched, I watched
1: the end of it. I watched. I watched it, and the they just straight up. Blew it. I mean, there's not much more you can say about it. I mean, you could get into the, oh, well, you know, the offense didn't do this in the second half, and the defense doing this. Simple as what i put it. That, when you, whenever you have a 25-point lead, you got to finish that off. No ifs, ands, or buts. They blew it's it. It's kind of like we talked about at lunch
0: today. You cannot stop pushing the offense.
1: Yeah. You know, we talked about
0: it at lunch, was the Mississippi State girls' basketball team, kind of up the score, stuff like that. But what happened was kind of Baylor took it off, Baylor took off their, you know, kind of their offense and slowed the game down.
1: And then, uh, they okay. played not to lose at the end. Of the game. They played not to. Brand lose.
2: just posted a question to me: If Georgia beats LSU in the SEC championship game, what does that do to LSU? Uh,
1: if it's close, I think LSU is still definitely in. If Georgia beats them by a couple scores, I would not be surprised. To see Oregon again jump. Up. Oregon is in the perfect spot right now. They're if they went out, they're in. I would have to think. I would have to think. If if Oregon wins out, they're in. Especially if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, then they're in without a doubt. So if Clemson loses,
0: so if Clemson loses the ACC championship game, are they in or are they still out? No,
1: they're definitely out. They I, they've I, got they got one of the weakest schedules in the country. I, they don't have their marquee win right now is still either a win over Texas A and M, who's not ranked. Well, they're barely in ranked at this point. They've been iffy all year, or a one point win at North Carolina.
2: I hate to say it, Clemson's undefeated at eleven and the national champion of last year, but it's hanging on by a thread right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have no leeway, even though they've been dominant in the last four or five games they played. I mean, you go back, Connell just pulled it up. Man, it's nice to have a computer right next to us. Uh, Clemson beat uh, one at Louisville, 45-10, won – at home against Boston College, 59-7. to They won against Wofford, 59-14 at home. They went on the road and beat North Carolina State, 55-10, and then they beat Wake Forest, who's been pretty good all year. Wake Forest is pretty good offense. Yeah, set so that's a good 52-3. Hold to, to three. Three.
0: Holding to three points, again, very good. Now, again, they do have a tough contest coming up.
1: They'll have South Carolina on the road, and in a rivalry game, you're never going to count that one out. 11 a.m. too, that's going to be tough to get up for. Mm-hmm. Dabo's going to have to have a motivator have for that Carolina. one. But... Let's move back into the coaching carousel part of of this segment. Uh, the biggest news, especially in state, is that Matt Luke is expected to return for a fourth season after what will be either a five and seven se- season with or without an APR bowl, or a four and eight season. It's one of the two. So my thing is, Mr. Finch, what's your thoughts on Luke staying?
2: Uh, I just feel I feel like you need to give him another year. The program right now, he's he's doing what he can. And, obviously, he's not going to be the head coach of the future. But I do believe that Matt Luke should receive one more – you know, just one more season to get, um, you know, get a season under his belt and kind of get the program back where it was. He has recruited well, especially in state. So, I would just – and the players seem to like him. So, I definitely would let him just have uh, at least one more season to try if he can get the program back to where it was before and then hire someone else that had, you know, had, you know either – a so young and upcoming coach with a lot of energy or someone who has won in the past, That someone to get y'all to a championship uh, caliber program.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. I, at first, I, at the start of the season, I was like, you know, Luke's got to go after this season. But... Y'all have improved over the season. We've improved over the
2: season. I'm fine with giving him one more year, well, well, but well, it's going to, you know... i like to point out that, like you said, earlier in the season, you were you're ready for him to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. ready for them to fire them, him early in this season, and you've made your way to say that he needs one more. Yeah. Now, but let's look at uh That's a true fan right there yeah, that, that fluctuates. No true fan is going to stay constant. No, yeah, exactly. Speaking speaking of fluctuating, you
1: and Jomo have had a, a tumultuous relationship we this have. year. We have. Uh, talk a little bit about your thoughts on Jomo. Let's talk about, you know, if you win the Egg Bowl, he's definitely in. Absolutely. If, if,
2: if y'all lose the Egg Bowl, where does it stand? Uh, if we lose the egg bowl handily, as if y'all just run the ball all over us, which is I expect to happen, then like I said at lunch, they may not fire him, but his seat and also John Cohen's seat become incredibly hot over the off season.
0: See, I don't think they're going to touch John Cohen's seat because you know John technically has no—I would I would say like ties to the football program because again he is the athletic director, but he doesn't say what the foot the what the football program does. I think that's all on the head coach.
2: I think the thing with that is, though, is that this was John Cohen's. You know, this was his hire, and so he's going to want to prove to everybody that you know he can do this thing as athletic director. It'll it'll get to
1: the point definitely if it keeps going the, this way. How long does it take for John Cohen to get out of his own way and be like,
2: you know, this hire is going to work?
1: If it if it comes next year mid season, it's still clearly not working.
2: The main thing, like I said earlier, about the Alabama game, and it's been this way. This for sure this season, and you might get make an argument about it last season. It's just our guys just don't look like they, they, they showed much effort, you know? That's the thing about Old Miss. The the little times that I've watched Old Miss, y'all have played with some heart and with some effort. I can't say that about our team. Let's stay in the SEC West for a minute. Arkansas already fired Chad Morris
1: after twenty three games and uh looking for their next head coach. I mean, I don't really know who might feel that. I mean, it's gonna be It's going to be a Power 5 coach. Uh, I've heard Mike Norvell from Memphis, his name, pop up a couple of times. But uh, he popped up two years ago when the hire was open before.
2: I don't know. I don't know who wants Arkansas right now. Say what you want about it being Arkansas. It's still an SEC, SEC team and SEC West team. No, yeah, team. it still
1: is. But so, let's
2: say, besides,
1: let's agree. I think we can all agree to this. Besides Vanderbilt, it is objectively the worst job in the SEC right now. I definitely think that
2: Arkansas needs to go for a young and upcoming coach, for sure, because it's one of those guys is going to want to coach in the SEC.
0: Would Mike Leach leave Washington State and head towards the SEC?
2: Uh, uh, this year
1: he he's got some pressure on him this year because they've been uh, far less than what they usually are. But I'm not sure if he bolts, especially for Arkansas. I think if he bolts, uh, you know, we always joke about it, but you know, he there is some ties between Mike Leach and Ole Miss. He was a uh, uh, he was a part of that program for just a little bit, but. Uh, he, I don't know. I, I'm just not sure. I think he's got it good at Washington State. As long as the, you know, as long as public opinion doesn't sway on him too much, I think he'll be there for a while. Uh, Coach Brandon. And actually, I was going to get into Auburn, but he put up a great point that you know Gus Malzahn. Every time Arkansas is mentioned, Gus Malzahn is mentioned. And let's talk about him not just going to the Arkansas job, but possibly leaving Auburn because they're heading for another eight and four, maybe eight and five season. Because we know Bo Nix has been terrible when they're not at
2: home. So can you, uh, can you point out just the what that tie from Gus Malzahn to Arkansas, because I'm not sure
1: about uh, that. He's from around Fayetteville. Oh, okay. He was the Arkansas State head coach uh, after Hugh
2: Freeze, actually. Yeah, see, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'll am i be very interested to see Malzahn, after they signed that seven-year deal, his buyout's way too big. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think Arkansas is going to pay that buyout. Man, that just seemed like a bad deal from the get-go for Auburn. It's like they were scared two years ago that Auburn, that uh, uh, Arkansas was going to pluck him, and they, they rushed it. And gave him exactly what Malzahn wanted. And now Malzahn's stuck for at least, I would think, another two years before they can afford a buyout. But
0: it's the same thing in Matt Luke's buyout's like 6.5. And then you add Rodriguez and all of them into it as well. as like 12.2. It's
1: 12, yeah, 12 million.
0: 12 million dollars. No one's going to pay that. No. You know? But what you might see is them release him throughout the year. Kind of like Florida State did this year. Let an Interim come in so you don't have to pay out
1: everyone else. Let's talk about Florida State in just a minute. There's one more in the SEC. Real
2: quick, real quick thing about Auburn. I mean, you can tell you all you want about Auburn, but they're better this year than they were last year, in my opinion.
1: Ooh, I,
2: I mean They competed with L S U out L S U. Yeah, they did, but they're a couple yeah. wins away from being right up there.
1: It's close. It is close because that team last year, same way, was a couple plays away. But let's talk about uh let's talk about real quick Vanderbilt. They're two and eight. Looking like they're going to head for three and nine, but they have already came out and said that uh, Derek Mason has already said he expects to be back next uh, next year, or they've said, or Vanderbilt came out and said that he'll be back. Uh, not we talked about this at Blake's office. Not a lot of Vanderbilt fans uh, uh, glad with the hire because I don't know if you heard this, Kevin, but they talked. But he was in an interview this weekend. And he said, you know, as a Vanderbilt, when you're at Vanderbilt football, there's going to be highs and lows, and sometimes you just have to expect there's going to be a low season. A lot of fans didn't like – and let's talk about it. Even though we know it's true with Vanderbilt, as a coach you don't really come out and say, look, you should expect some three and nine seasons out of us. No,
0: no, you shouldn't. But, you know, as a coach you got to do it the best that you can. Yeah. And the state of Tennessee in football is not too good right now, other than Memphis. But, again, Memphis is kind of part of their own. But when you think about the state of Tennessee in football, the two powerhouses, Tennessee and Vandy.
1: I do want to say something, though. I want to say I said at the start of the year, Tennessee is going to finish third in the com- in the SEC East. And Jack said, no, that's wild. They're third in the East right now. At 5-5. Five five. They're 5-5 five and, five and they're third in the East. As long as they beat Vanderbilt in two weeks, they finish third. Let's freaking go. And
0: Vandy's got ETSU, Eastern State University, which is going to be a win. That's an FCS school. Yeah. And then they got Tennessee, which is going to be a loss. So they'll finish the year at 3-8.
2: Three and nine. Three. Yeah, Why, three and wouldn't nine. that just be something for Vanderbilt to come in there and crush Tennessee's? James oh, that would of be ball. something.
1: Uh, but uh, let's talk about that would uh, be that would be pretty. Hilarious. Let's move into the ACC. Let's Tennessee's move. He's
0: got Missouri.
1: Yeah, so they could finish seven and who five.
0: Also, t- Missouri is also one of the schools at first. Like Coach Brand said in the corner, is very good at first. They're a five and five team right now as well.
1: They're going to play Arkansas for bowl eligibility most likely, unless they beat Tennessee. But, but
2: Missouri's on the bowl ban.
1: Well, they they are appealing it, so you know it, you never know. Yeah. But so they're technically since they're appealing it right now until the NCAA says something, you have to consider that they might be bowl eligible. But it's moving into the ACC because the the one of the premier jobs in the country usually maybe not now, but Florida State. uh... The big rumor, I'm sure y'all heard it, is Deion Sanders being tied to that job.
2: Mm. And I, just, I can't see it. It's a terrible hire. I yeah, yeah I was it.
1: about to ask you, as a as a as a college coach, what's your opinion on former players going to coach with no ex- prior coaching experience? Well,
0: again, he has coached at the high school level, right? now. Well, and again, I mean, you don't want to throw that out because Hugh Freeze was a high school coach, and you had a very successful year at one point at Ole Miss. But I just think if you hire Dion Sanders, it's more of like a publicity effect. And it's kind of, hey, look at us. We're bringing back uh, you know the show, man. Yeah. But I just don't think – Florida State needs someone to come in there like – and we'll say it like a Jimbo Fisher was, like a Bobby Bowden was. Put their foot down. If you don't like it this way, go somewhere else. We're going to run a structured program. And I feel like the last guy there did not. It was kind of just do whatever you want. Billy Taggart. Yeah, just kind of do whatever you want. We'll kind of go – you know, we'll try to win off of athletes, and that's just not going
1: to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure about... Here's... Somebody said this, though, and I don't disagree with it. Deion Tanner, if he could get some good coordinators around him, it might be a great hire because... Deion Sander is going to get into any recruit's house he wants is to. Is it
0: kind of like a Penny Hardaway effect? Kind of like Memphis basketball? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But
1: any any recruit right now, any college basketball recruit, if Penny Hardaway calls them and says, hey, I want to come talk to you for a little bit, they're going to say, yeah, come on. I mean, even if they don't have a chance at picking them, they're at the very least going to get their foot in the door. Deion Sander's going be the same way.
2: However, right? the Penny, Penny Hardaway, is he is, has been a coach and has been successful as a coach. He won a national championship at the middle school ranks and at the high school ranks. So he kind of worked his way up. Now, I'm not sure about Deion Sanders being the high she school He said coach. middle
0: school ranks at first.
2: He did. He we coached won the middle. national
0: championships in middle school? Yeah. He won it's a like national AAU or is this
2: like? No, like, <laughs> like, like Memphis East Middle School. He won a national like, like championship. Bumble high School's middle school team. Yeah, they won a national championship in Memphis. They let's, did.
1: Uh, huh.
2: Let's get into you. You put a
1: great segue into Memphis. Before we go to that, Coach, why don't you give us our Kevin Connell Hitting Academy question of the day.
0: Our hitting question of the day is if you could go back to any war, okay, any war in history. And you you're gonna live. Which war would you choose and why?
1: Uh I would America. America Uh I would probably choose I man, that's that's kinda of tougher than I thought. Right. At first I was thinking of World War Two, but my reasoning for it would be terrible. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I want to want to see the bomb drop. Come on, now, come on, uh, come on. Uh, uh, I would probably say the revolutionary. Actually, I think it'd be very exciting to see the very beginning of this country. I think that'd be very exciting. And then
2: I will went up and say that I would want the, 18, the war of 1812.
1: The war of 1812. It last lasted a year. Yeah.
2: yeah, didn't take long. I mean, some people look at that as the second Independence War. Did anybody? Did, has anybody ever watched
1: the show? My name is Earl. Has anybody? I've seen
2: bits I've seen and pieces. Okay, yeah.
1: it's a very red. It's a very redneck show. If you watch it, there's one, and there's a guy. He's just supposed to be the dummy on the show. So they're talking about to the French guy about why America's so great, and they're like, "Look at all the wars we've won: World War II, the Revolutionary." War of eighteen twelve, and the guy goes eighteen to twelve. That was a close one. (laughs) That's great. That is a great line. But let's move on into Memphis. Uh, And Memphis, uh, Wiseman. Now, uh, the last time we talked about Wiseman, he was still going to play. You know, he's still playing because he got that Shelby County judge to rule that he a temporary restraining order on his ineligibility, but now Memphis has gone out and said we're sitting him out until we figure this out. And it's because they realized, hey, we don't have a snowball chances in H. E. Double hockey sticks to win the American if we don't have him for conference play. They still got a good team, but without Wiseman they're not winning the so American are they
0: thinking that they're gonna bring him on?
1: I think they're thinking if we sit him out right now and we and we and we you know just cooperate with the NCAA, which we talked about, don't ever cooperate with the NCAA no. They're thinking if we sit him out and then around conference play time, we come back and say, hey, y'all, Wiseman's good to go, right? He sat out two months. They're hoping they'll say, yeah, that's a good punishment. You'll be fine. We know if you give the NCAA an inch, they take him off.
0: They take him off every single time. You're never winning against the NCAA. It's
1: corrupt, man. North Carolina, I mean, North Carolina is the picture-perfect example. They took classes where, you know, athletes could write about how America, Abraham Lincoln was the great leader during the Revolutionary War, and they were getting 90s. And, they, and the NCAA wanted to investigate it, and North Carolina said, "No, screw off." And they just they were like, "Okay, we can't prove anything, so y'all are good."
0: Correct. You know, the NCAA- that's when
1: that's when Ole Miss screwed up, saying when Ross York said, "Hey, come on in. You know, we'll we'll help you out with everything." That's when they screwed up. You said no. Get out. Get off my campus. What are they gonna do?
0: Well, that's the thing is, you know, that's what we talk about all the time is, you know, the pay and player stuff, and people are going to get mad about the NCAA. Eventually, there will be no NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. Because the school doesn't, you know, the only thing the NCAA does is take their money. The school does not care. Eventually, they're going to realize, hey, we're not getting
1: anything from the NCAA. Let's just go ahead and start our own stuff. The, yeah. the school, yeah, the schools can just drop out and get their own governing body. Governing body. Yeah. It's
2: definitely on its way there.
1: Uh, but... Memphis, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically the simplest of it is that right now Wiseman's out. We know that. We don't know how long he's going to be out. We don't know. We do know. I mean, you can kind of infer that he won't be playing when Ole Miss plays in a couple of weeks, uh, plays them in basketball up at FedEx Forum. And let's lead that into – But they're still a good program, though. Don't oh, yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. They're going to give Ole Miss a tough battle. They'll still probably be a tournament team with the talent they have.
2: Speaking of FedEx Forum, just a little nugget. I will be there Saturday to see them play the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, definitely. Last
0: time that uh, Coach Bram was at the FedEx Forum, he went to watch uh, LeBron James and LeBron James didn't show up. <laughs>
2: so, when, that is when he When he was playing with Cleveland?
0: Yeah. Sad day.
2: That is sad. I I haven't heard any news about that, but if that does so happen, LeBron I'll be sad.
0: It? Are you going to watch LeBron?
2: No, I'm a no, Lakers he's, fan. He's a Lakers fan, okay.
1: and I, and I'll give him credit. I've talked talked about it before when we talked about the Lakers and Air. He saw it even through the bad days. Even he's he's been a fan since basically since he grew up. But
2: I mean, he I stayed. Was a fan. I'll tell you. Have I told you the origin story? Uh-uh. Let's hear it. It's 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 really short. Uh, for Christmas one year, I got a 2K game, and the cover up was Kobe. So that's how I picked my team. Fair enough that's a, it's a good yeah thing. I mean you and ever since then I it just so happened they won the championship hey, that year. Well, but,
1: but still I mean, but still I'll give you credit you fault. sat through all the bad years the Jordan Clarkson years the uh Timothy Mozgov years Ooh. you 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 deserve this
2: you deserve this I'm really looking forward to go see them play uh but
0: sidelines tickets one
1: day,
2: no weekend, not sidelines tickets oh, okay That would have been awesome. We know who your dad
1: is, but... That's, okay. Yeah. But since we talk about Memphis and Ole Miss, let's talk a little bit in-state basketball, both at the high school and college level.
2: You know, let's talk first
1: with high school. Uh... There's a lot of good basketball in our can area. Can we
2: point right out now. that Coach Kevin Connell is a – Can do you want to do the honors or you want me to do Are we allowed to say that? I, I mean, am I allowed to say that?
1: Are we allowed to say that I, I am mean, a referee? Well, you just said it. so. Well, I mean, it's out now. I mean – He's mean, a referee, it's, fellas. It's, uh, not like, it's, women. Not, it's not like you're coming on and actively saying, oh, yeah, every time I have blank and blank, I screw him over. I mean no, – no no, 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 no. I, mean, I just wanted just, to point out that he's a
2: referee in yeah, the state. Yeah.
1: I mean, so you've seen some good teams. You talked about seeing uh, Oklahoma and – I saw Oklahoma
0: and Boomba the other night. Uh, I've seen Pine Grove and Ingmar. Um And again, all these are the boys and the girls games. Uh, to, tonight I'll actually see Morville and Ripley for the first time. Um, but y'all have seen Tish County and South I I I haven't seen West Union. You've seen West mm-hmm. Union. Uh, you got West Union and East Union tonight. No, I've got
1: uh, East Union and Ingamar. East Union and Um I've seen Alcorn Central and I've
2: seen New Albany.
0: You know who's always fun to watch? Callaway, Callaway. That was such fun team to watch. Callaway. That's ah.
2: the inside joke, and we're not gonna. <laughs> no, we're, please. We're, you just know it's an inside please. joke. Please, uh,
1: but let's Callaway, talk about man. so far. So far, everybody, everybody around the room is is Tish County South Tilly the only high school game you've seen this year?
2: Yeah, no, I saw Tish County and I'm not Tish. County, I saw South and North Panola.
1: Okay, well, well, out of those three teams, we'll start with you since you've only seen three. Who's the best girls and guys team you've seen this year?
2: Girls team, um. Probably Tish County. They look pretty good. Uh, they have – got a couple guards that are fairly decent as well. And they have a, they have a big girl that's about six four. She got into foul trouble, but she's tall. And then guys is going to have to be South Tilo. Uh, They just – they look better than I thought they would. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, how many – because you're from South Tilo, How many of those guys on the basketball team played football? A lot. A lot of them as well. So like again, five or six. They're just now getting yeah. into – kind of the basketball season. Yeah, that's they, had, the a lot, they so had
2: a lot
1: you're, you're, th- you're saying you think they'll probably get even better going on. Yeah. Team.
2: I mean they beat Hernando, who's a six day team. Yeah. yeah. Beat him by 40 last night. Uh,
1: for me, uh girls, so so far Homerish, I would say West Union. We've got a lot of talent uh, this year. And I think you would probably agree with me. There's a lot of talent. No seniors on this team. That's the scary part is next year. That's what's mm-hmm. really scary about the girls.
0: The only thing that's going to get them West Union is I think height.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Rebounding's our problem right now. Uh, yeah. I
2: saw West Union and uh, New, New Albany. Albany. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, New
1: Albany's the best guys' team I've seen all year. New no Albany doubt about it. New Albany team. is a good, good basketball team. I would
0: put Ingemar up against them because they just beat Ripley by. Oh no, no, Ingemar don't get boys. wrong.
1: I haven't seen Ingemar. Ingemar boys beat Ripley by nineteen the other night. And Ripley and Ripley
2: is a high power yeah, offense I, I'm ex- in
1: this area. I'm They're excited. Good. I'm excited to see Ingemar's guys tonight. I'm definitely excited to Ripley
2: see. Ripley has that one guard. Ripley's you know you're talking about.
0: Ripley's got Jesus at the guard. He's good. And then they have. I'm a big post player. They have another post player. That doesn't really play much. He's a, a defensive lineman. He's about six eight. Um, he has issues getting up and down the floor. I'm um, like I'll see tonight. Can we how talk they about are.
1: can we talk about the the like the the right now what Ingemar has though in terms of size that at the very least they have sugar that sugar's, sugars
0: which is a boomful guy
1: and plus who
0: played at Northeast. His dad actually played at Northeast.
1: And he's coming off an ACL tear. I, I talked to Jonathan Ashley, coach. He said right now he'd say he's at seventy five percent and he's still putting up twenty 10. And
0: sugars is running the point too. Yeah. At six that's, five. That's
1: crazy. Clayton Stanford, who can shoot it, who's a big that can shoot it, and then they've got Naheem Jones, who's very raw, but he is a big guy yeah, and, and he's very the, athletic. That's the
0: thing, you know. I've never had Pine Grove before, and I actually had the Ingemar Pine Grove game the other day. Again, the girls Ingemar, it's a struggle year. No, oh, yeah. I mean, you can go ahead and mark rebuilding. On the list. They're definitely rebuilding. They're rebuilding for the next three years. Um, but again, that's the thing. He started seventh grader and an eighth grader, and you know, um, it's a rebuilding year for them. Pine Grove was very good. Um, but, again, Pine Grove got beat by Kossuth Girls the other night. Again, that's a 3A versus a 1A, but both of those will be in the state championship game. I, I firmly agree. But for Ingemar boys in the 1A division, I highly doubt there's anyone that's going to stop them.
1: Uh, it'd, be, it'd be tough. As Coach Brandon leaves, uh, it was great to have, have you listen in. There you go. Better brand. brand baseball. Brand.
2: Uh, but, uh, yeah. I, I would so, like to point out real quick, I have seen, like, one half of Kossuth Girls. They look, pretty, they look good. They look pretty good. good. Yeah. Who, uh, so, would you put Kostuth Girls over Pine Grove Girls right now?
1: Kostuth Girls beat Pine Grove. Girls. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah. But, you know, oh, there's yeah. still sometimes where you can tell yeah. a team's off their game. Yeah, but Kostuth, reigning three A state champions.
0: Correct, and that's the thing. Ripley. Again, I know we we're talking about their different divisions, but we said in this area, Ripley Girls are they're good, are very talented. They're very good, and that's the difference. This is what I would say. Again, that's that four A versus three A. There's more players on that bench. Kind of what we're used to. How Ingemar always had their runs in the two A. They have ten players come off the bench this year. They have four.
1: That's the thing you kind of typically see right now in basketball in Mississippi. Is that in the guys? In the guys, the South is usually more athletic, bigger, usually things along like that. Girls basketball in the North runs the state for the most part.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is you know after watching, I've never like I said, I've never seen Pine Grove play till other night. Everything they do is perfect.
1: Coach Katie Bates is phenomenal.
0: Everything they did, and again, the same way at Kasu, they're so structured, but every they never take a shot that you're like, huh, why did you shoot that? Mm-hmm. Everything was, this is why we shot it. This is why we're doing the layup. They ran an a easy, I mean, they did no pressure at all, 2 2 1 press. They just threw it away every time. That's,
2: that's coaching right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I wouldn't say that's all coaching, but that's coaching. No,
1: but yeah, they've got talent, but obviously, I, you know, I, I've sang Katie Bates' praises before. And She's again, one of the best coaches in our and area. And again,
0: you have to ask, is Ingemar that good in basketball for boys because they don't have football? That's the
2: next subject that's definitely. That's, about is, that's definitely a question. I mean, de-
1: definitely. I can tell from being around Union County just for five years, Ingemar, they – I mean, in all of Union I mean, County. Good, in in all of Union bad, County. Big, uh, but basketball. But they love their basketball, and there are kids that
2: move to Ingemar just to play
1: yeah. basketball. you got to
2: think about it. They don't have football. Knowing that growing up, you're going to play basketball. Exactly. So these kids are playing basketball from Norris- an early age. Norris Ashley
1: set the standard for Ingemar basketball by winning that many championships. Even if they're going through a down year and up year, whatever Ingomar's going through, now kids say, they've won championships. I want to go play there.
0: And I'm ready to see Baldwin boys this year. Uh huh. Because, again, they did drop down yeah. um, this year. Down to 1A. Um, and I don't think they lost anybody. Last year they were pulling it up right now. Last year they went. They were they like lost s- they're like games. subpar. They went twenty-four Bo- and seven last year in two A.
2: Oh, okay, that's crazy. Twenty-four
0: and seven, and they lost to uh, Newton County in um, the playoffs. Um, pretty. Baldwin
2: yeah. Baldwin basketball is usually going to be fairly consistent. Definitely, they've definitely but built it up gonna to where they're going to be out pretty out good.
0: They're not having a battle with New Side anymore.
2: Yeah. Let's and, move. then Goolsby's a really good coach, in Let, my uh, opinion.
1: Let's move quickly, and there's not much to talk about in the college level. Overall, so far, what would you say about Mississippi State basketball?
2: Uh, they look good. They've, they they went through that same Houston State where they came back from, you know, down 18, and they've looked a lot better since then. They look like they're playing with a lot more energy. They've won both of their games since then against New Orleans, and I can't think of the one we beat after them. But they beat both by 20-plus. We're going to Myrtle Beach this weekend. we we'll have a chance to play some pretty good competition. I'm ready to see how they face up against some bigger some bigger teams. Ole Miss,
1: simply, we've done exactly what we need to do. No doubt about it. Uh, We still, um, by the way, Mississippi State receiving nine votes in the AP poll. But Ole Miss has done exactly what they need to do, Uh, take care of business, beat teams by about the right amount we should have. Our bigs look a lot more aggressive than they did last year, which was our biggest problem last year. We didn't have very talented bigs, or at least very aggressive bigs. We look better in that department. I'm very excited for this year's team. I think we are definitely a tournament team. I think there's a good shot by the end of the year we could be a top 25 team. And
0: you got to think about coaching as well. Okay, I know we're shifting into the basketball. Coach K, Coach Williams, mm-hmm. coach at Michigan State. How much longer are they going? to yeah, Izzo. How much longer is the reign of Coach K going
1: to last? Uh, before he finally says I'm done.
2: I mean, he's how old is he? Like young, like young 70s.
1: Probably. And uh, let me. He could
2: coach, you know, at le- I would say at least six more years.
0: But, again, at that level, how much are you really having to coach?
2: Yeah, for sure. He's especially He's two, Especially the way old. he recruits and then just gets good anybody. Good gosh, he he
1: looked at – he does not look 72. He looks, he, he looks
2: 55. Yeah, he don't look old 72 at 72
1: all. 72 years old. But, uh, yeah, well, so that just – he makes winning look easy just by the look on his face. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I think the state of in-state basketball is looking very good, both in high school and college, college especially while in our we're, area.
2: While we're talking about college basketball, let's – Evansville beat Kentucky at Rupp Arena last Tuesday night. There's not night. much
1: I can say on that one because I didn't watch it. I wasn't able to. We were. Uh, we I watched. Were, I watched the
2: watch highlight it, video. Yeah.
1: I watched highlight video, but I it mean, just
2: looked like Evansville just flat out beat them.
1: I just don't think did. Kentucky's what they used to be. Kentucky. Here's the thing. I don't see it. Just they. They've done it the past three years. Kentucky has struggled to shoot from the line in the early go for the three point line. They've struggled to shoot. They shot. 22% I think from three in that game against Texas A&M last year when they struggled against them. And they, when they lost to Alabama last year in the early season, they shot around 20%. They shoot the ball very badly from the three-point line. The and in today's college basketball, in today's basketball game, you've got to at the very least be able to shoot it as a threat. And, again, this year's a little different because they did back up the three-point line again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, again, these kids
0: are getting kind of used to it. Um what I would
2: you know. say about Kentucky is just give them some time. It feels like we talk about this all the time. Early in the season, they usually have a big win, and then they—they they, not saying they lose to a team like Evansville, but you know sometimes they kind of struggle a little bit. I would say just just give them some time. They're still very young, and maybe they're still trying to find their identity.
0: And I know nobody really likes to talk about it, but Gonzaga basketball is not bad. Now again, they play no. a soft schedule. Yeah, you know they play—they play, they play schedule, a
2: soft schedule every year, but they're still very they're, good.
0: You know they're put their you know. Their non conference games are very difficult. Yeah. But, you know, they're. Nobody wants to go out that far west. No, no one's going all the way out there. But again, Gonzaga is always, you know, they're 4 0 right
1: now. Well, so, guys, we got to quickly move through. Miles Garrett, we'll talk about that, obviously, if you didn't see it, but I'm sure everybody did just about. Big brawl. Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely from the NFL. At the very least, he's suspended for the rest of the season, both regular season and playoffs. Uh, I mean he he's out of line. I mean I think it too it's far. Yeah, yeah. You, the, it, you know, there's a difference in you know throwing your punch. You know, okay, one two game suspension. When you take when you take a guy's helmet off of him, and then it's not just taking the but the helmet off, but swinging the helmet at their head, that could have very and
0: making contact.
1: That could have very easily given Mason Rudolph concussion, maybe worse. Those those helmets are thing, very. I think,
0: I think everybody was kind of like in shock. Like okay, yeah, take his helmet off. Oh, he just hit him. Like, yeah, I, I think. Thought, it's like, oh, that's probably too far.
2: And I think he was in shock. If you, like, see him walking off the field or whatever. And, like, even afterwards when, you know, people were pouncing on him, I watched – I mean, he was kind of just – I mean, he was defending himself. But, I, think I mean, Garrett, he very I think very I think Garrett realized, what it's, did I just yeah, do? Yeah, as soon as he did it, he knew what he just – what he got himself yeah. into. Yeah. And just – I won't say I, – I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, obviously, but, I mean – it was the heat of the moment, but you just like you said, you just can't. Look, that people part. make
1: mistakes. That's, but that's a very big mistake. Here's the thing I would say on a very big stage. Yeah, here's the thing I'd say. So spend him the rest of the year and then maybe reconsidering coming back next year. This, maybe.
0: And this is the thing, and you know, I hate to say it, but he's a defensive player. No one really. If he doesn't come back, no one's really going to go. he's oh, a he's a defensive Miles
2: player Garret. with a big name. People know. People know yeah. that no football, no Miles Garrett's but name. But it
0: would be different, like if Tom Brady did it.
2: Yeah. If Tom Brady didn't get to play as a play. Or if, or if the helmet hit, if he hit Tom Brady with a helmet. Yeah. Think about that. Think about it being Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Like if it was like Drew Brees or Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, what are we talking about now?
0: Exactly. That's the next thing as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, let's
1: move into. Uh, a little bit of baseball. That was the have, last topic of the day. Yeah, you're going to have to talk a little more into this because we're not big MLB guys. we said it before. But we can at least talk about this a decent amount. Uh, the Astros being uh, reported for in 2017 stealing signs electronically.
0: It started online as, you know, a guy was like, what is that noise? And then they break breaking down to more videos. And, again, you never really can trust social media too much. But if it's out there, mainly it's true. You know, if multiple sources talk about it; then it's usually true. Mm-hmm. But what it is is you know, 2017 year. They had a camera out in center field, and they had it going to like an iPad or a TV in the dugout. When the catcher put the signs down, they would whistle or make a bang noise, determining what pitch was coming. Now, again, that's all speculations because no one has no one has came out and said yes, we did it. But well, on, on the videos, you're sitting there and you can hear. A bang noise, you can hear them whistle, stuff like that. But, again, whistling and banging, that's kind of part of the game. And how do you really know it came from the dugout?
2: Did they put a camera out in center field on away games?
0: So, what it is is every place has a camera. Uh-huh. They have cameras all over the uh, place. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and majority of the time, you know, and the same thing in our new facility, we'll have cameras out there too, but it's to break down the pitchers, Breakdown, everything like that. So again, yeah, it's just like watching film. Yeah, and it's just, you know, it's, it's part of it. It's just like, you know, in every major league, there's a bullpen camera as well. Yeah. For both sides. Mm-hmm. So you can actually see who's warming up and stuff like that. So, again, the camera's already automatically there. They just, they I guess what it is, they actually used it. Mm-hmm. During to, the game. During the game to kind of cheat. But, again, you have to think about it. Okay, is it not your fault for using signs? You know, it's kind of like, what was it, the Patriots that got caught for videotaping the other team? Yeah. Spygate. But is play-gate. that actually illegal?
2: It's kind of, the way I look. kind of frowned upon? The, the way you're talking about it, I haven't seen it and I haven't read anything about it. It's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind unspoken of like a rule. Un, yeah, unspoken rule. Yeah, that you don't yeah. take someone's signs. It's like a baseball unspoken rule. But again, Would you, know, you agree?
0: you say that, but in like baseball and softball and, you know, basketball, you know. You know how many
1: times, how many times as fans during college football games, do you see them, Or, during college baseball games, you see the third base umpire, they'll zoom in on the coach, and the coach is giving us signs. Yeah.
0: And, you know, the thing is this, you know, you you have signs, but how many times in basketball, how many times in basketball do you, you know, have someone, you know, you watch film and stuff like that, and, you know, you watch the film, and then you break down the play that's coming. And that's the thing is, you know, you have all these, the video and stuff like that, and you know, people say, well, it's illegal to videotape. Well, yes slash no. If you're giving signs, then they should be picked up eventually. Yeah. So, you know, people are like, well, don't give signs then. You know, just kind of go play. I mean, well, how I mean it happens. Pitches? Exactly. It, it, it happens.
1: Thing. I've seen people in – I have seen. I mean, I've seen people, even they're not using a video camera, if they see a, a, a third base coach give a sign they steal, they're going to say, okay, whenever Write they it. do this sign, they're stealing. Write it down. You why? Know? Why wouldn't you It's to your advantage? Exactly.
0: You know, and that's the thing is, you know, now again, using devices to steal signs,
1: I disagree with. You know, because then the devices. that's different. You're having to pick it up on the fly on the whim if you see it. That's yeah. just good. That's good observation. when put, you film it and then you spend five hours breaking down, okay, well, the Brewers do this when they want to steal, and you've got to you've just breaking down their signs. That's a little bit different. That's a little bit
2: yeah, different. I mean, like you said in basketball, I remember doing this in high school. We would break down the other team's films. We'd practice their plays in practice. Correct. Correct. So, like when it was in the game, we we knew not everything they were running, but we had a, when something happened, we knew a good idea of what they were doing. Correct.
0: And again, you're not inside their timeout. Yeah, yeah
2: no. Nah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like
0: if they yell it out, that's yeah. their fault.
2: Yeah. We did
1: the, that. That's what we did. We did kind of the same thing, but we or when we'd run it, they'd say run it. Or my coach would say, you know. Run it like you know the play because they're gonna see the same film we're seeing of them. Yeah, exactly. But let's move on quickly because I, you know, we don't know where that's gonna head. No. we don't. But let's move I mean, quickly. All that
0: speculation's in. Yeah,
1: it. let's move into our pick'em as we usually do every weekend. It'll be much shorter this week because we're in what people consider Cupcake Week. Cupcake Week. Uh, let's start. Um, bunch let's, of FCS schools. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Let's do.
2: Let's do. Uh, see, there's gotta be some good games out there. I mean, yeah. Texas, A- Texas A&M's at Georgia. Okay. That's i I'm giving Georgia. That's a
1: thirteen point spread for Georgia.
2: I, uh, yeah, I like Georgia in that one. I, Tex- Texas ain't in versus Georgia. Uh, yeah, it's at at Georgia. Oh, I take Georgia. Yeah. I thinking that's kind of a low spread in my opinion. I think it's kind of low
1: too. Um and then Tennessee Tennessee plays Missouri. We talked about that earlier. Where's Missouri that, uh, it's at Missouri, fourth point spread for Missouri. I take Tennessee.
2: I'm taking Tennessee as well. Tennessee's on a roll. I yeah. would not I be I would shy. say roll. Well, I mean, they've got some momentum.
1: Momentum. Yeah,
2: good, good I can, word there. Tennessee's got some momentum. I would not be shocked to think at least cover that spread. It maybe end up winning. This
1: isn't. This is a real spread against two SEC teams. LSU is a 44-point favorite against Arkansas.
0: Yeah, 44 is a lot of points.
1: That's too high. Give me Arkansas barely.
0: I wouldn't say they're winning. No, no, would, no, no. I'm saying yeah, in the spread covers, Yeah. Honestly,
2: barely. I would say LSU. Wow. Arkansas is terrible, guys. That's
0: 44 points.
2: Arkansas is terrible. But Mississippi
0: State's bad too. And Alabama didn't score that many points.
2: Mississippi State's bad, and we beat Arkansas
1: by what thirty? Yeah, that is true. I'm, I'm still taking I'm still taking Arkansas barely. Uh, let's talk about Texas and Baylor. Texas comes in. Texas uh, Baylor's five and a half point favorite at home. Texas is tanking, y'all. I got They're, Baylor. They're six and four. I got me, Baylor.
2: Baylor. Give me the Bears. And Baylor being uh, mad off the loss coming last week. Yeah, yeah.
1: give me the Bears. Uh, Oregon at Arizona State. Oregon has lost at Arizona State a lot in the past years and Oregon's fourteen point favorite. At Oregon? No, at Arizona State. Ooh.
0: Who's the coach at Arizona State? What's his name? He's Herman, Herman Edwards. Edwards. Yeah.
1: I like him.
2: Maximum effort,
1: as your as your dad would say. One hundred percent. Uh
2: him. Oregon's definitely I feel like definitely wins that game, but I would not be surprised if Arizona at home, you know, gets the covers that spread. I'm gonna give Oregon a spread. I, I like Oregon. the
1: Ducks this but year. But I mean I I,
2: like. I I can understand that for
1: sure. Final game, because like I said, there's not much good going on in the college football this week. It's almost a week. You could almost skip it for a couple of games. Penn State at Ohio State. 9-1 Penn State, number 9, against mm. number 2 Ohio State, 10-0. Ohio State is an 18-point favorite at
2: home.
0: Buckeyes, Buckeyes, Buckeyes.
2: Covering the 18-point spread. Covering the spread. I've got, I'm going to get the Nittany lines covering that spread. Guys, I hate to admit it.
1: Ohio State right now I'd say they're the best team in football. Give me the Buckeyes. They're good, but I say
2: best team in football. They're the best team in football. I don't know. I don't. Penn State's good too. I know they lost Minnesota, but they're still a good football team. I don't know if they let a eighteen point. Give me Ohio State. Way. I think
1: they can beat anybody in the country right now. Ooh. But ooh. with that, I mean, Coach, you got any more comments? Nothing yeah, else to say great show yeah it was great, great having you on as always great great
2: new setting yeah new does setting? this become this does this become the every this come the studio we well don't i don't know we've asked you multiple times and cousin you're cousin like the cousin we go. last time we were going to do it in here one time but you bailed what do we have softball practice you had like a meeting maybe or something that happens uh jackson any final words no man like i said it was really fun to get in here and uh always fun when coach connell comes on as well and uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, keep growing this thing. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of growing, if y'all aren't tied in with us, make sure y'all are
1: on all of our social media, Facebook, Cousin Cast, Instagram, CousinCast, Instagram, at CousinCast, Cast, Twitter, at Cousin. Thank, uh, thank you to Anchor, as they let us put that little message at the beginning of our videos that I get joked about so much. Uh, thank you to Coach Connell for all he does. Thank you to Northeast, as always, for uh, letting all the fine faculty in Northeast that supports us and, let, and is happy we're recording here. Thank you to Finch Collective, who's done our sponsor. Make sure you go check her out on Instagram at Finch Collective Studio. She does great photo work. But with that, for Coach Connell, for Jackson Finch, I'm Peyton Taylor. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.